0: Could you use $577 million? Oh you could, oh, oh, oh so could I. Because you know who just left $577 million was disgraced financier. Jeffrey Epstein left that much was brother Mark Epstein. Funny little known fact, I sort of think I know someone named Mark Epstein, not directly, and I'm not gonna go into that story but anyways i just think that the world is a really small place contrary to how massive it is with all the people yet you know someone who shares the same name as someone anyways anyways Happy Tuesday, everyone! I usually do episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, but I thought, because there was so much that went on on Monday after I recorded my Paris and Kim episode, um, I thought I was gonna do another one today. I didn't think I did, because I- I- some days are just so newsworthy, and of course it happens, um, but there's- there's actually ten stories I wanna go over with you guys. I don't know if I'll do all ten just because- that's a lot, and it's a lot of content, but you know what, maybe it will, because I love content, and I love I love talking and chatting and speaking, and I love hearing myself, and I know you love hearing my beautiful, angelic little ears. But anyway, so obviously, um, the, the the big story that sort of triggered me wanting to put out an episode today was the Jeffrey Epstein, uh, his will was signed and, uh, I guess, put out to the public of what his net worth was. But before I get into that, um, I hope everybody's having a great start to the week. Oh, excuse me, I'm having a great start to the week. Well, you know, it's just been very productive. I don't want to say great, it's just been productive. And to me, productivity is great. It's greatness. It sets you on the right path, it gives you something to do. And it really, it's August the 20th, and that's really exciting because it means it's almost September, and that means it's almost fall, and I love the fall. Don't get me wrong, I love me some summer, but I could only use summer for, like, a month. Now, I know how there's, like, daylight savings, and, like, they keep changing the date of when that is. I just think they should also change the, like, sort of time time frames of when the seasons are because maybe summer could be from maybe may to june and then like july to this november's fall and then you know so on and so forth i just think that they someone has to look into that because i personally i love the fall and i'm the only person in that lives in los angeles that in the dead of the summer when it's like maybe 105 degrees dry heat scorching scorching heat with the sun beating down on me i'm wearing pants my boots a jacket and a scarf just for dramatic fabulous fashion effect because, yes, I'm hot, but I'm also very, very aware of the fact that I like looking fabulous, and I like when people look at me because I love to look fabulous. And you know what? Don't hate, appreciate. And I just, you know, I love a good boot moment. I love boots um, I literally probably got a new pair of boots every single year of my life. I used to have a really nice pair of Fry boots, but I think I left them in France on a trip, and it's really really sad because I bought those boots when I was a sophomore in college in Rhode Island, and I literally don't have them anymore. And they were the nicest boots ever because they had a really thick heel and it made me feel really tall and proud. And my legs were like Jennifer Aniston. Speaking of Jennifer Aniston, I don't know if you guys watched the trailer today for Jenna Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Krell's new show, The Morning Show. There was a teaser trailer that came out earlier, a couple, uh, maybe a few days ago. I don't even want to say a couple of weeks ago, but definitely check out that trailer for Apple Plus TV, it's their first, it's the streaming service's first scripted show, but it looks unbelievable, Jen looks amazing, Reese looks amazing, and Steve Crow looks amazing, and the uh, the rest of the supporting cast looks unbelievable, and I can't wait to watch the show, and I love that Jen Aniston's coming back to TV, because she says, I don't think she's done a TV show since, well, she did, obviously, obviously she's done Friends, but she did an episode of 30 Rock 2, and I loved that episode, where she's Alec Baldwin's mistress, wife, I don't know, and or girlfriend, it's bad habit, maybe, it's just, it's just, a wonderful thing so bravo and welcome back Jennifer Aniston I love you and I'm so happy you're back in the limelight girlfriend um now before I get into my 10 stories which I actually you know what I'm gonna challenge myself to do all 10 stories within the hour and I think I can do it because I have some short opinions on some of the stories but other stories like the first one about net seems will being released uh, require a little more attention but before I get into this episode a word from our sponsors now, in the words of Valerie Cherish from HBO's The Comeback starring the iconic Lisa Kudrow. Not for that. I don't want to see anyone more of that. Um, the first story I'm going to do today is from CNN, as are a few of my stories, actually, and that is Report. Jeffrey Epstein signs will two days before death. This is written by Darren Simon and Brian Vita Giuliano from CNN Updated, 7.02 p.m. Monday, the 19th of August. And I'm going to read what uh, TMZ posted because they posted the same story, but TMZ, I always feel, like, gives it more... Mm, youthful point of view and not so fact based, but uh, you know, have a little more flair and jazz. You know what? I, I take that back. I'm first going to read what TMZ posted. Now, here we go. So, not on TMZ. Jeffrey Epstein signed a will two days before death worth over half a billion. Oh my, oh my, oh my. Two days before he died, Jeffrey Epstein made sure his affairs were in order, signing a will that lays out where he's putting his $577 million, and who's calling the shots? I mean, I, like I said before, like, I, I really could use not not just $577 million. That would be gorgeous. I could use a million dollars. I mean, I just checked my bank statement um, for, you know, where my bank is. And it's, well, let's just say closer to the zero side. And that's how it usually is because girls got bills and bills and bills and bills. And, like, I don't cook, so I eat out a lot. So most of my money goes to food and bills. Um, but I would really, you know, advise people who have $577 million to Venmo me, something, because I would just be eternally grateful you know what my last name is. Check out my podcast. Anyways, to continue the article, Epstein signed his will on August 8th, two days before his body was discovered at Manhattan's Metropolitan Correctional Center, and the dock was filed last week in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Oh, shady. I love when people have off, off-island off accounts. It's so shady. Um, where the ex- Hedge fund owner, manager, I'm sorry, where the ex-hedge fund manager owned two islands worth tens of millions. The eerie timing aside, Epstein's will lays out the total amount he's dumping into a trust, a whopping $577,672,654. Keep in mind, the trust might already have been, have more cash in there. We just don't know as the trust stocks are in public. As for who stands to inherit that massive fortune, there are no beneficiaries listed. Oh, well, I'm available to be listed. Um, although he does list kin as his brother Mark Epstein, but that doesn't guarantee he's inheriting anything. Again, the trust uh would spell that out. The doc's fi the fir- the doc's first posted by the New York Post says his executors are Darren and Dyke and Richard Kahn, each of whom will get two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um, for carrying out Epstein's final wishes. Here's a quick breakdown of Epstein's assets. Per the will, 56 million plus in cash, a little over 14 million fixed income, nearly 113 million equities, about 195 million in hedge funds and private equity, not to mention six properties slash estates worth well over 178 million. Now, if you want to feel poor or bad about your life, just read this article because you know what? It will make you feel that way. But you know what? It's okay because he was disgraced and he was not a good person, so technically people who are horrible, vicious, angry, mean, nasty people, and I'm sure there's more people like that who are not in the news, um... Shouldn't have money like that. It should be like people like me who really could use it. Because basically, right now all I have in my bank account is enough to buy a thing of Elmer's glue. I don't know why I even would use Elmer's glue, but you know it's really nice though. I went to Bank of I went to Dunkin' Donuts today because there's a Dunkin' Donuts under my building. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts under the East Town building in Hollywood, which is where I live. I don't know why I'm telling you where I live, but you know what I live there. And um, I forgot my wallet and because they go there so frequently, it's sort of the same, uh, same workers that are in rotation there. And he goes, oh, don't worry about it. And I was like, I I can go run and get my He goes, oh, don't worry about it. And it was so nice. And it makes me feel really good when companies do that. Dunkin' Donuts, shout out to you. Unbelievable, great customer service, because that is called being honorable and being good to your customers and showing them that you appreciate their business by giving them business back. Good work. So, shout out to Dunkin' Donuts. I don't sponsor them. They don't sponsor me, but I will sponsor them because I love you, and I love your chocolate-glazed donuts more than anything, and I've had them since I was in middle school, so... Um, Now, the next article I'm going to read is from CNN, and it's report Jeffrey Epstein signs will two days before death. As I mentioned before, by Darren Simon and Brian Vita Giuliano from CNN Update at 7.02pm Monday, August 19th, 2019. I'm just going to refresh this article to make sure it wasn't updated because sometimes they update their articles, and it wasn't. Okay, here we go. Jeffrey Epstein signed a will two days before his death, according to the New York Post, which obtained the document. The will was dated August 8th, two days before Epstein was found dead, by suicide in a federal jail in New York, according to the Post. Court papers list his assets of about five hundred and seventy seven million court papers indicate Epstein's brother Mark was the only heir among the assets that will list more than fifty six million in cash and other fourteen and another fourteen million in fixed income investments. I just wonder before I read this um if you have fifty six million dollars in cash, does that mean in your bank account or does that mean like literally in cash in your home because I know people always say keep cash in your bank keep keep cash at home just for like an emergency. I literally don't even have enough cash to keep like a non-negative balance in my bank account, which is, like, uh, very open to me to say. But, like, I'm not keeping money in my house. Like, what if people steal it? Or what if, you know, God forbid, the burning, the building, something happens, you know? I I, I much rather my money in, in a bank account. Like, when I was a little kid, I always used to imagine that a bank was... It was like Gringotts. That's how I sort of imagined what a bank was. If you guys don't know what Gringotts is, watch Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Like, it's, like, just vaults of cash. But I don't think it is that. I think it's it's like your money goes into their orbit, Are you, their pocket, I don't know, I don't even know how it works, I just think you have a balance with the bank, I always just to think that much money of which you had in the bank to your name was in like a little room with your name on it, I, I this is really sad, I'm 30 years old, and I still don't know how banks work, but you know what, I'm never at the bank because I don't really need to go to the bank because I don't have any money in the bank, so if anybody wants to give me money for the bank, I would love that, um, I, I, I'm just kidding, but anyways, it's, I, I know how it works, well, sort of, kind of, not really. But thank you to J.K. Rowling for sort of putting it out there that my fantasy of what a bank was was exactly what it is in Wizard World. Um, Epstein's cause of death was suicide by hanging the New York City office of chief... The New York City office of the chief medical examiner said Friday the multimillionaire financier had been jailed since early July when he pleaded not guilty to charges by New York federal prosecutors after the indictment accused him of running a sex sex trafficking ring of underage girls, some as young as 14. He was set to go to trial next year. Um, I, I just wonder now what's going to happen because with all that money, I'm sure his victims are going to want some type of compensation, but, um, yeah, I mean, now that's out there, you have 577. I think what they should do, the honorable thing was divvy up how much money this man had and give it to all his victims because you know what? Believe the victims. Always believe the victims. And, uh, of course there's, I'm sure going to be, there might be people that come forward that maybe, you know, are not being truthful, but there should be a betting process. So, Jeffrey, I mean, if I had that kind of money, I would not be shady and greasy and girls like you are. You know what I would do? I would buy an island. Well, you did buy an island. I would set up an amusement park, a big movie theater, a Broadway theater, and that's how I would live. Oh, and I'd buy tons of clothes and jewelry and fabulous things. Oh, also, I would donate like, you know, $100 million to those who obviously can't drink water and eat. But that's just me, you know, to each their own to eat their own now the next story i'm going to talk about is from cnn travel oh cnn you're getting so much publicity from me today harry and Meghan branded hypocrites for using private jets this is that's the title of the article that's not what i think because you know how i feel about harry and megan i love me some megan markle and i love harry by the way what is harry's last name harry of cambridge harry royal harry elizabeth just i don't think the royals have last name harry diana I don't know what the royals' last name. I don't think the royals even have last names. I just know Princess Diana was Princess Diana. Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth what? I don't even know. That's something I have to Google. Anyways, um, this was written on Bianca Britain. Hey Bianca. Was written on Monday the nineteenth of August. I'm telling you, so much happened yesterday, you guys. That's why I had to do an episode today. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I'm just switching things on my phone. I'm reading from my phone, by the way. So. My mouth's a little dry. And I really could use a coffee, but I don't want to drink a coffee because then I have to go to the bathroom and I don't want to have to go to the bathroom because I already went to the bathroom. TMI, TMI. Okay, environmental campaigners have accused the Duke and Duchess of Sussex of hypocrisy after the couple used private jets to fly to the south of France and Ibiza in two trips just days apart. Prince Harry and Meghan, who have spoken out regularly on environmental issues, were photographed boarding a private jet with her three-month-old son, Archie Harrison, Mount Batten Windsor. Oh, that's their last name. They're the Windsors. Twice in the last week, visiting Nice, France. I've been to Nice, France. Fabulous. I'm just going to stop and start to go right there. I'm going to put a pin in it, as Valerie Chair says. Um, they're flying private because, first of all, they're not only the most famous couple in the world right now. Sorry, Kim and Kanye. I love you guys. But Meghan and Harry are much more famous than you right now. It's a circulation thing. Like, your time will come back. Just give them a moment. Um, but they're, they can't board a Delta plane. Everyone would hound them. Like, it, it's just... It's a privacy thing. It's a safety thing. Also, if I had a baby and I could afford to fly in a private jet, I would. And screw the environment. Like, I mean, I love the environment. I love gardening. I love water. I love the oceans. I take that back. But in terms, what I mean to say is that you you, you can't, when you're at a certain level in life and you're that known to the public, you can't. you you just can't travel among the masses. You're, you're, you're not, you can't travel with the common folk. Like, I'm a, I'm a common folk, and I will, I'll be the first to admit that. And I love going on airplanes because I'm with all the common folk, and the common folk and I are just sitting there breathing in each other's air, you know, pushing each other's elbows off of the, uh, off of the, whatever you call those things, on the airplanes where you put your arms, uh, table rests. By the way, do you guys, when you get onto a plane, I'm, I'm neurotic, crazy, demented. I am that person that brings, um what do you call them, Purell wipes, and literally wipes down the entire scene. Everybody looks at me and I hold up the line. I'm like, I don't care. I need my seat to be clean. And if you guys think I'm crazy, you should watch Naomi Campbell's amazing YouTube video on our YouTube channel about how she cleans before she boards a flight. And she's in first class. Like, she's in one of those seats that are like pods. And, you know, sometimes I said econ, premium econ, you know, whatever. But, like, she takes it to another level and cleans it down like my, an incredible cleaning lady would clean a house. That's how she cleans her seat. And, you know, brava to Naomi. You know, I'm going to do a brava brava naomi brava i mean if, if i had that you know if i had the balls that you had i would do that same thing too like if i could i would bring a vacuum on the plane and literally vacuum everyone's seat just so i could you know i could be well aware that if i happen to brush against somebody else's seat or i'm seat the worst is when you're seated in the wrong seat on an airplane you to take all that time to literally clean down your seat and the steward is like sir may i see your ticket i'm like no and then they're like sir i'm like okay here and then you have to move your seats because you realize you sat on you sat in D instead of C, and you're like, oh my gosh. Can't you just... Because I always... I try sit in the aisle because I don't like the window C. It makes me scared. And I like to get up and go to the bathroom and walk down and stretch my legs. But this is a total digression of this article, and I'm so, 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 so sorry. Prince Harry and Meghan, who have spoken out regularly on environmental issues, were photographed boarding a private jet with her three-month-old son, Archie Harrison, Mountbatten, Windsor, twice in the last week visiting Nice, France. British newspaper The Sun claims that the couple had returned to the UK from Ibiza, also by private jet, just two days before jetting to the French resort, Elton John, the singer, said that money he had paid for Harry and Meghan's jet when they visited his home in Nice. Critics argue that Harry and Meghan's actions contradict their public stance on climate change, given aviation is one of the world's major polluters and responsible for more than 2% of global emissions. The environmental footprint of a jet is also much greater than that of a commercial plane. Buckingham Palace declined to comment when approached by CNN. I would decline it, too. Like, shut up. Like, let them live, girl! Um. Earlier in August, Harry said he plans to have two children maximum in order to protect the planet during a conversation with activist Jane Goodall in the edition of British Vogue, guest edited by Megan. He also spoke about the terrifying acts of climate change. And in July, the couple used their Instagram account, Sussex Royal, to focus on environment. In one post, a quote from Harry was shared, which read, with nearly 7.7 billion billion doubles billion people inhabiting this earth, every choice, every footprint, every action makes a difference. And then the Proceeds, the article proceeds to read their post. I'm not gonna read this whole article, but the, the, the sort of principle, principle, uh, thought behind this story of me reporting it is that leave the Royals alone. They're Royals, we're not. Everybody's just jealous that Megan got the Royal and they didn't. I firmly believe that, and I know that's really mean and that's sort of one sided, but you know what? Don't be jelly. Don't, don't be Debbie, as Eliza says in that show Selfie, which Karen Gillen was the lead of on ABC, which was short lived only one season, but you know what? That was a really good show, so. It just makes my mind spin. And it really... I'm very opinionated. I just feel like I have a lot of opinions. And speaking of... Speaking of climate change, this is... I usually... Now, I know my, my, my show is called The Mistress of Pop Culture, and all things this is all things pop culture, but the article I'm going to read next is also from CNN, and it's a bit of um, environmental news off of the environmental article I just read about Harry and Meghan. Hey, Harry and Meghan, I love you guys. Um, at the bottom of a glacier in Greenland, climate scientists find troubling signs. Now, if you don't want to be depressed about the world we live in, then I highly advise you, maybe skip this portion, but don't skip this episode. Um, why don't you check out to to my episode, and maybe check out my Instagram at A-N-D-R-E-W period D-E-V-I-T, have some fun photos up, and maybe shoot me a message about what you want to hear, what you don't want to here. Anyways, this article is from CNN, um, by Mary Ushira and Frederick witten written Tuesday, today, the 20th. Well, it was updated today. Um, and it's, again, at the bottom of a glacier in Greenland, climate scientists find troubling signs. Um, okay. On one of the hottest days of summer, locals in the tiny village of Kuls- Kul- Kul- Kulusuk. Kulusuk. K U L U S U K Greenland heard what sounded like an explosion. It turned out to be a soccer field worth of ice breaking. A soccer field worth of ice breaking off of a glacier more than five miles away. That's scary. That probably sounds like lightning. Um, I've heard ice break too. It's weird. Green- uh, Greenland lost twelve point five billion tons of ice to melting on August second, the largest single day loss in recorded history, and another stark reminder of the climate crisis. Kalusuk is also a base camp for NASA's. OMG, Ocean's Melting Greenland Program. OMG, scientists traveled to the world's biggest island this year after a heat wave scorched the United States and Europe, smashing temperature records and triggering the mass melting of its ice sheet. NASA oceanographer Josh Willis and his team are investigating how this ice is being attacked, not only by the rising air temperatures, but also by the warming of the ocean, which is eating away from its underneath. Um, a remodeled World War... A remodeled World War II DC-3 plane, now called Ballister BT-57, takes a group of... Oh my gosh, you guys, this video is really depressing. It literally looks like all the ice is melted. This is so sad that this is happening to War World. And you know what? I know everybody blames the man at the top, and it's not his individual fault, but what is his fault, or what 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 can be done is that he can he can put out a narrative, he, he twists it and put out a narrative that isn't true. And what is most important is that it's being discussed. And, and, and you know, I'm not a scientist, even though in my sixth grade yearbook, I said I wanted to be a scientist. I also said my favorite TV show my sixth grade yearbook was Friends. And I never seen an episode of Friends, but you know what? I am evolving and changing much like our president needs to do. So shout out to everyone in the world who's changing. Um, this is enough ice in Greenland to raise the sea levels by 7.5 meters. That is about 25 feet, an enormous volume of ice. Um, and that would be devastating to coastlines all around the planet, said Willis. We should be retreating already from the coastline if we are looking at many meters lost in the next century or two. NASA took CNN on a dramatic flight over Halem, uh one of the largest glaciers on Greenland and the fastest flowing in the eastern edge of uh, the island. Helheim, named after the realm of the dead, in Norse, mythology is majestic, standing at more than four miles wide and roughly the height of the Statue of Liberty. As our plane approached Helene, the scientists spotted an ice-free lake at the very front of the glacier, something they said they don't see often. The probes also brought back troubling data. Helene was surrounded by warm water along its entire depth of more than 2,000 feet below the surface. Um, yeah, this is Greenland, and then there's a lot of factoids in this article. I'm just going to summarize it up by reading the the sort of final... Tibbetts, Greenland, quote, Greenland has impacts all around the planet. A billion tons of ice loss here raises sea levels in Australia, Southeast Asia, and the United States and Europe. Willow said, we are all connected by the same ocean, even though most still think rovers and other planets when they think of NASA missions in the 50 years. Since the moon landing, the public perception of what the agency should pour its resources into seems to be shifting, according to a recent study from the Pew uh Research Center, a majority of Americans now think that NASA's top priority should be monitoring key parts of Earth's climate system rather than sending a man to Mars. I agree with that, and o m g oh my God, I just want to say oh oh my God, but it's not that um it's just one of the projects looking at our home planet that NASA has been bulking up in the past few decades as the budget of NASA's Earth Science Division increases, the agency is lining up at least two new satellites and exploration programs to track neutral hazards that's this is some scary times, you guys um i'm just i'm really worried about our planet and in the words of eve from life size this is everybody's planet please keep it clean remember when that guy throws his um his trash on the ground and then the eve goes up to the lady who's wearing first love animals don't wear them and he's like oh and then do you guys remember when phoebe and friends finds um michael rapaport's badge michael rapaport is the actor who played the cop and she's like, save it, Red, because the, that lady with red hair puts a cigarette on the tree and, you know, Phoebe's really earthy and crunchy. Um, this is just really sad and it breaks my heart and it makes me really worry about what's going on in our world. I don't know. I don't know what to do. We all have to, you know, do our do our own to uh, keep it clean. Hmm. Anyways, to move on to some more positive stories. Um this is a bit of drama with Wendy Williams. I love Wendy Williams. You all know how I feel about my girl Wendy. Um this is from page 6. 50 cents stops Wendy Williams from entering his party. This is written on Monday. Now, if you guys uh if you guys follow Wendy Williams on Instagram, you guys know that she's been, you know, she's been living her single life. She's been living her best life. She uh she she's coming over this you know, big scandal that was out in the public with grace and elegance and and just living her best life. And she's having fun, and she's wearing the most glamorous clothes and has the most gorgeous wigs. I love it. Uh, But anyways, the story was on page 6, and she's been, you know, clubbing and partying. She just celebrated her son, young Kevin's birthday. So happy birthday to him, and happy birthday to the wonderful, loving mother that I know Wendy Williams is because she always talks about, and you can just tell she's a very loving, protective woman. Okay, Wendy Williams' weekend of partying came to an abrupt end when 50 Cent made her wait outside his soiree. The club Rapper 44 called out his frequent sparring partner as she shared footage of her and some friends apparently trying to get into his party at New Jersey's barcode on Saturday. Quote, confused face emoji, you can't just show up at my party if you've been talking about me. Confused face, B-I-T-C-H, I'm not going to say that word because Wendy Williams is not that. You should never address a woman as that word. Way outside, psych, he captioned in the Instagram video. The daytime talk show host 55 was wearing her now signature Yankees hat, which ended up on the floor last weekend and getting after a wild night out and later appeared to be, to be getting to the party where she snapped a photo with rapper Snoop Dogg. Many followers in the comment section, however, believe she took the photo outside the room where the party was held. Um, it was a big going out weekend for Williams, who also celebrated her son, Kevin Jr.'s 19th birthday. On Friday, the mother-son duo kicked off the weekend with dinner in the city and then attended Jason Lee's birthday party at the Bryant Park Hotel. Cardi B also made an appearance at Lee's party. Of course, Wendy Williams was originally scheduled to perform at Newark's NJPAC, the NJ PAC On Saturday, page 6 ex- exclusively revealed on Friday that she canceled the show last minute because of a scheduling conflict, though low-ticket sales were said to be the real reason. It was the third performance she's canceled. You know what? Let her live. Let Wendy do her thing. Who cares if the ticket sales are low? She has a very successful television show. She's making coin, and she's doing well, and she's gorgeous and fabulous, and I just love her. I love her. I love her, love her, love her. Now, the next story is also from Paychex, and it's not a story for children. So if you are under, what, 13, 14, maybe, maybe block your ears or step away step away from the telephone. Um, Miley Cyrus spotted, quote, basically having sex with Caitlin Carter in West Hollywood Club. Now, you guys know Miley and Caitlin Hubbin, you know, finagling and doing their thing around the world, jet-setting, which is fabulous, as I should. She's young and single. I don't know about the other one, but, you know, love her. I don't know who she is, but all I know is Miley is my girl. I love Hannah Montana. I love Girls Just Want to Have Fun, a rendition of it. I love that Dolly Parton is her godmother. I just love her, love her, love her. Um, Caitlin Carter is all in the Miley High Club, hours after dropping Slide Away, her dewy uh eyed ballad, presumably about her breakup with husband Liam Hemsworth, Miley Cyrus was, quote, basically having sex with Carter at Soho House in West Hollywood on Friday, page six told us I'm literally across I'm I'm you know down the street from the Soho House. It's funny, I can see from my I can see from my car. The reason by the way why I'm recording this in my car is because the acoustics are really good and I didn't want to record in my apartment because they're doing construction in the unit next door and I don't want to hear the banging sound that usually goes on, but hey, that's okay. Hours after dropping Slide Away, oh, I already read that paragraph, I'm quote they were obsessed with each other they couldn't keep their hands off each other said a spy they were kissing and making it everywhere in the bathroom at the bar in the middle of the floor they were basically having sex there's no question they're together they weren't basically having sex they were being in love and kissing there's a huge difference and people just like people just like a, a line now that is what i call clickbait and i click the bait um a day after the wrecking ball singer and her actor husband announced they were splitting after less than a year of marriage pictures appeared online showing cyrus and carter canoodling on a boat on lake como in italy but until now it wasn't clear if the pair are An item, or whether this is a one-time hookup? Quote: They were making out all over the place and didn't care who saw. Said the spy who left, in no doubt about their itemhood. We reported that Hemsworth was devastated and blindsided by the Como shots. Reps didn't comment. They shouldn't have to comment because this is not their business. This is Miley and Caitly's business. Caitly, Caitlyn. I don't know. I love it. I love Miley, and you know, you do, you girls. And as long as they're happy, who cares? Just like people evolve, people grow, people wanna live, people wanna be free, people don't want to have strings attached. And if Miley was just some, you know, random other girl in West Hollywood, then no one this wouldn't be a story. This would just be another night out, a happy fun night out. So good for you, Miley. I, I applaud that and I approve it. And I love you and I hope you're you come back to Disney because I miss you so much. Um but but bu- 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 you know what I'm not even I might not even be reading my ten stories today because I don't even know how many stories I've done. Um but anyways, on to the next, as they say. This again is from Page Six. CNN and Page Six are really my, my points today. Um, Drake and French Montana down shots for Fat Joe's 49th birthday. Now, if you don't know who Fat Joe is, you are not a kid like I was. And my girl, Juliette Carp, and I, hey, shout out to my girl. Uh, we literally love Fat Joe and Remy Ma and Kanye original, like OG Kanye all falls down. Kanye, this was like when we were in, this is probably 7th and 8th grade, so this is uh, what, 2002, 2003 for us. Fat Joe, just that, the, that whole sort of era of music, Usher, it's just the bee's knees. But I'm going to read this article to you. Oh, Drake, I love Drake. <clears throat> also, little known fact about Drake, before he was Drake, I mean, I, I knew Drake from Degrassi, but jay came to the college i went to in rhode island the university of rhode island and performed my freshman year and this was before he exploded to the massive sensational amazing star he is today but he came to the university of rhode island performed like a little gig and it was awesome and everyone was so in awe of him and they said i didn't go but they said he did a stellar job which makes sense because he's really really talented and i love him he's also very cute anyways here we go uh it was a ratchet ratchet happy birthday indeed Drake and French Montana turned all the way up to help fellow rapper Fat Joe celebrate his 49th birthday in Miami on Sunday night. Oh my gosh, that sounds amazing. Around 9 30 p.m., the three artists hit the grand opening of David Grootman and David Poppy Einhorn's restaurant, Poppy Steak, with Hugh Bolt celebrating French's hot, hot. Hotay? I never remember how to pronounce that word, H-A-U-T, hot living cover, where they quote, spent the night drinking tequila, cocktails, and taking shots while enjoying an exclusive dinner, And insider told page six. Oh, that sounds so glamorous, the glamour of it all. I wonder if Meghan Markle was there. No. She was trying to save the environment. And with Archie. Um, at exactly midnight, we're told Fat Joe was presented with a giant five-tier birthday cake while his in French Montana song All the Way Up blasted in the background. Guests danced and dropped low load of the music, and with then Drizzy, French, and the birthday boy took tequila shots together. Also, there was Mike Piazza, Michael Bay, and graffiti artist Alec Monopoly. I know who I know who Michael Bay is. Um oh my gosh, uh, Transformers. We heard around one AM Drake and French left the eatery and headed to Mega Club Live, where the two, quote, hung out behind the DJ booth before um, both jumping on to perform a few songs, including their hit, No Stylist. Quote, the club went wild as they were performing, said a source. The pair paired, the pair partied and continued to drink at the club with a relatively small entourage, a mix of guys and gals until making their exit around 4 a.m. Paychex exclusively reported that Drake was making the rounds in the 305 last week where he was getting busy in the recording studio. That sounds like a ball in a party and I have major FOMO because you know what? I love my music and I love, you know, I love that whole era of music and Drake I love and that Joe I love and Remy Ma I love. I'm conceited. I got a reason. Who's that? The best lyric that any artist I believe ever came out with is from Remy Ma in her song Conceited. Who's that peeking in my window? Nobody, because I live in a penthouse. So my girlfriend, Kristen Devereaux, shout out to Kristen. She loves Remy Moss. She's a huge fan of rap. She's a, she's also a really good rapper, too. As you guys know, she's a parking meter girl. She's a lawyer. She's an architect. And she also raps too. her EP. It's probably going to come out really, really soon. Um, So shout out to my girl, Kristen. Love you, girl. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. She doesn't rap. But you know what? She should rap, because she's really talented. And, um... Yeah, that's that sounds like a bull, a bull, as they say, a bull. Now, I'm actually not gonna read some of those CNN articles that I had up, but I'm, I'm looking at. Um, oh, you know what? I'm gonna close out. I'm gonna close out my. I'm gonna close out my final. Uh, my final story with a little bit of Game of Thrones, a little bit of Game of Thrones gossip and news. As I mentioned before, my episode yesterday, I saw Blinded by the Light, and one of the actresses who was young Cersei Lannister in Game of Thrones was the female lead of that film. So uh, it's great to see that Game of Thrones is still in the headlines. now this is from E! News. Kit Harrington has thought really, really hard about the end of Game of Thrones. This is by Lauren uh, Peister on Monday, written Monday, the 19th of August, yesterday. Another day, another story about how someone on the Game of Thrones... Doesn't think the end of Game of Thrones was anything but great. In an Emmy roundup interview with The Hollywood Reporter, best. Uh, oh, sorry, I thought I just saw a deer. Um, in an Emmy roundup interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the best actor in a drama nominee, Kit Harrington, talked um, in detail about his and Daenerys' endings. In case you've forgotten, Already, After she destroyed King's Landing with her dragon and had finally approached the Iron Throne, Jon stabbed Daenerys to death, ending her relatively short rule over the Seven Kingdoms and sending him into exile in the North, even though we're still not sure how anyone knew he killed her since Drogon immediately whisked her away. First of all, that stabbing scene took three weeks to film. Quote, We felt felt a sense of responsibility over it, Harrington told THR, the Hollywood Reporter. We shut the hell out of it. It It was essentially a page and a half of dialogue and we spent three weeks filming it. They wanted to shoot every conceivable angle, every way, to make sure they got it the way they wanted quote continue quote when you're shooting the same scene for two weeks and it's a page and a half it becomes a long exercise in concentration he continued you have to remember the energy you're bringing in every day making sure it's consistent with a highly emotionally charged scene like that it's quite a lot for everyone the crew me and amelia it was tiring it was one of the hardest things we filmed harrington says that when he read the script for the first time at the table read he was completely surprised by that holy f-u-c-k moment though he doesn't you can see it coming um i was completely surprised by it even though you can kind of see the path through the season of how it was getting there and even the previous couple of seasons before that once you look back but it was still a big shock to me so how does he justify the move it all comes down to what the game of thrones was all about from the beginning as jamie lannister put it when he pushed Bran stark out the window at the end of the pilot after the 10 year old witnessed the two siblings having sex quote the things we do for love quote oh my god i love that it's making me choked up because that was that was so crazy okay anyways Sorry, I'm getting a little... Oh, what's this? A little spritzy, a little emotional here. Um, quote, It was said a long time ago, and I agree with it, that Thrones really is about dysfunctional families, Harrington said. It's about mothers, brothers, and sisters, but it's also about how far your blood will stretch in your decision-making. That's the ultimate choice John is left with. He's faced with someone he loves and his lover, who he is related to, but his loyalty is with the people in the part of the world where his roots are, the people who raised him, Harrington says. He looked at it similarly to John's relationship with the, with the Gretty, um who is, uh, of course, his wife now, um, on earlier the show, betraying someone he loves for the greater good. It's that horrible conflict in a relationship. Do I stay or do I go? We've all been through it at some point, except this one involves a knife, he said. "Danny doomed herself when she put herself against the Starks. Quote, but really what it comes down to, the real crux of it, is the decision is made... Um, is the decision is made when she puts it between her and her, his family. Jon essentially sees it as Daenerys or Sansa and Arya and makes up his mind for him. He chooses blood over, well, his other blood, but he chooses the people he has grown up with, the people his roots are with, the North. The North! The King of The North! Remember, I like love that when they say it that, that way. Um, that's where his loyalties lie in the end. That's when he puts the knife in. John's story ended with the series finale scene when he led the free folk back into the north, and Harrington says that scene made him cry. But as far as an ending for Jon Snow, this, the, um, this character that I loved for so many years and had grown so close to, and it meant so much to me, seeing him go beyond the wall back to something true, something honest, something pure with these people... He was always told he belongs with the free folk. It felt to me like he was finally free. Instead of being chained and sent to the wall, it felt like he was set free. It was a really sweet ending. As much as he had done a horrible thing, as much as he had felt the pain that actual ending for him was finally being released. As for the other big stabbing in the final season, many bands thought it would be John who got to kill the Night King. Instead, it was Arya. And while Harrington loved the really great twist, he definitely was a little bit jealous. Quote, I was a bit pissed off, not only because I wanted to kill the Night King. I think I felt like everyone else did in that it had been set up for a long time and then I didn't get to do it. But I was also so happy for amazing Arya. To read the rest of the uh, interview at the Hollywood Reporter of Game of Thrones aired on HBO. Yes, it did air on HBO. And you know what? That's a great way to go out because you know what? Game of Thrones is undeniably and arguably the greatest the greatest show on television. It's 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 just I can't wait till if I ever have kids to show them it, or if, you know, my niece and nephew, when they're of age, I'm going to show them it, And then for generations to come, it is so great. So those are my stories today, everyone. Uh, I don't know if that's 10. I kind of lost count, but there was definitely a, it was a jam-packed day of news out in the world. And I love that. And, um... Happy Tuesday. I hope you guys have a great second day of the week. It's sort of a slow week. I don't know. Do you guys feel like this week is going by fast? I don't. But Monday and Tuesday are sort of always a slow day. It's, it's the hump day that usually it gets me excited inspired and pushes me toward the weekend. Um, but anyways, I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening to my podcast. As always, much love. If you have any questions or suggestions or feedback, at Andrew andrewdevitri, A-N-D-R-E-W, period, D-E-V-I-T-R-E, on Instagram. And yeah, I will speak to you soon. baby.